What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and author of the book by the same name. This week's theme here on the podcast is the inner work of anti-racism. I'm not an expert on anti-racism, and I am not trying to put myself forward as one, but I am a trained personal development coach. I know how to support people around doing the inner work and the outer work that's required to make changes. I hope this helps. Today, I am speaking as a white woman directly to white people not to the exclusion of Black, Indigenous, Brown, or other categories of folks, but because one of the things I hear from Black people on social media and in the books and other media I'm consuming is that white folks need to get our people in line. So here goes my contribution to that end. Today's big idea is that a huge, monumental piece of the inner work that it will take for white people to truly become anti-racist, both in their own minds and out in the world, is getting more comfortable with messing up. This will serve us, all people, in all areas of our lives, but especially when it comes to being more open and engaged in confronting and dismantling racism. Really, when it comes to anything regarding race, messing up isn't new for white people. We have been messing up individually our whole lives because microaggressions are real. You may not have realized that asking to touch a black person's hair is out of line or that mispronouncing a name is offensive Or if you're a teacher, reprimanding a black kid for something that you wouldn't even acknowledge in a white kid is problematic. It's not the actions that are new. It's the realization that we've messed up that's new here. And anything that's new means it's unfamiliar. And unfamiliar typically means uncomfortable. And let's face it, as white people, we are not all that used to feeling uncomfortable. We generally don't have a lot of musculature built up around doing something that's perceived as wrong. And this is where white fragility comes from. As a product of our whiteness and the privileges it affords, we're so used to always being right without even trying that when we get called out or have a moment of personal realization that we've done something that's harmful to someone else, we take it hard. We get defensive. Maybe we get angry. Maybe we cry. We just can't handle the idea that we could be doing or thinking or acting out something that's wrong. Black people are exhausted not only from the microaggressions that they endure, but also from trying to get us to even see those microaggressions. It's like when you tell a toddler that she needs to pick up the toys that are strewn on the floor, and she says, I didn't do it, and then proceeds to have a meltdown. After that happens day in and day out, wouldn't you be exhausted as her parent? Wouldn't you just rather pick up the darn toys yourself than have the battle that frays your nerves again? No matter how well-intentioned you are, No matter how passionately you feel about dismantling racist systems and making our country an equitable place for folks of all races, no matter how hard you try, you are going to mess up. You're going to say something that's going to raise the hair on the back of someone's neck. It's okay. Apologize, but don't make it about you. Own your misstep and move on. There's always another chance to do better. I recently read a post on Medium by Melissa DePino, the white woman who, in 2018, shared a video of two black men being arrested in Starbucks on Twitter. 
they were waiting for a friend to show up before ordering their coffees. It was retweeted 150,000 times. Even though Melissa was trying to do the right thing by shining attention on a racist arrest, she found herself in the middle of a firestorm. She wrote in her recent post that she was, quote, overwhelmed, confused, and ashamed, to say the least, end quote. It made her realize that speaking out against racism wasn't as clear-cut as she had thought, and it got her to really start to educate herself on what it means to be white, something she'd never thought about before. She ended up co-founding the organization From Privilege to Progress with Michelle Sahini, a black woman who was also in that Starbucks and was the first to speak up. I think it's a great example of how, even when we're well-intentioned, white people can get in over their heads and we have to just do it anyway. The way out of any embarrassment or shame or frustration it leads to is to keep going on our journey to being an anti-racist. Messing up is necessary for growth, so please don't let the fear of doing something wrong keep you from growing. I've probably messed up multiple times in this episode, but I just don't see how I can run a podcast called How to Be a Better Person without talking about racism. So I have to try to do my best and challenge myself to be more thoughtful and know that I'm probably going to get some of it wrong. What's that book title? Feel the fear and do it anyway. We can do this. Your tiny assignment for today is just to notice what happens the next time you mess up. This could be in any part of your life. Where do you feel it in your body? Is it a pit in your stomach? Confusion in your brain? And then what do you do? Do you try to ignore it and move on? Or do you address it? Do you agonize over it? You want to do a little bit of investigating because you can't change a habit you don't know you have. Once you see what your default is, you've got a benchmark, a starting point. You can start to experiment with different responses. This is an intense time on multiple levels. If you'd like a little hand-holding and direction on doing the things that help you stay grounded and not freaking out, I've got a gift for you. I compiled all the tips in my 21-day Calm the F Down challenge that I ran here on the podcast starting in late April. I put them all into a mini ebook that you can download for free. All you have to do is go to katehanley.com slash calm down and put your email address in so I know where to send it. I promise to keep your contact information confidential. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 